Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Sergeant First Class John Valentine. Welcome to the Veterans Be Real podcast. Here's where we try to keep it real and do our best to help all our fellow veterans out there. This podcast will hopefully open our veterans' eyes into the transition and challenges they are facing and give them some guidance along the way. Please subscribe and download our podcast. We look forward to you, your insight, and your loyalty. Thanks for listening. And now here's Veterans Be Real. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, Veteran Be Real listeners. It's Sergeant Be Real. I'm back today. Today, I'm excited. I got Amanda Huffman. She's an Air Force veteran, which is going to be cool. It's going to be our another our second Air Force veteran in, in a row. So that'll be fun to kind of talk to Air Force and what we did, what they did in the Air Force, different than all of us in the different branches. So that'll be fun. But first, I'd like to give this quick shout out to my new sponsor, um, uh, MagicMind.co. They are an amazing productivity drink it's not an energy drink it's i've actually tried it it's really exciting um it's helped me get my energy levels up and it's take actually tastes pretty good uh i drink it in the morning with my coffee then i have another one in the next morning i usually mix it with coffee or milk it's really good it's really fun but uh magicmind.co is a website now later on i'll give you guys uh, a little discount code that you'll get here about halfway through the podcast we'll talk a little bit more about that but amanda i'm super excited to have you on girl so let's talk about you what you're doing in the Air Force, what you did in the Air Force, and what you're doing now. So the floor is yours. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I'm an Air Force veteran. I was a civil engineer in the Air Force, so I was an officer, so I got to manage all the civil engineer troops that we had. And I started in the environmental section, and then I went into the engineering section and got to do more hands-on projects. And while I was there, I deployed to Afghanistan as part of a provincial reconstruction team. So I deployed with the army and we were out running convoys and doing construction projects all over Kapisa, Afghanistan. And then my last job was in Ohio working at the headquarters and we were doing a lot of energy management stuff. And then I got pregnant with my son and my husband and I, who he's still active duty, we decided dual military was fun but really hard and I decided to uh, transition out of the military and switch to be a stay-at-home mom and that was how my transition started. Yeah I I know the dual military life my ex-wife and I were both in the military at the same time and had a baby and boy now I retired a couple years later so my daughter was like two or three when I retired thank god but uh, that was a tough life being dual military people don't realize trying to manage between, especially in the army, because with PT and then work and, uh, and I imagine the Air Force, the same thing from the standpoint of just the establishing time frames. But yeah, that's a tough life, dual military. Yeah, it is. There's lots of challenges just getting to work on time and like figuring out like the PT school. But then if you add in TDYs and deployments, then it just goes up another notch and makes it even harder. So yeah. we had already done it for six years and we were like, yeah, when we had kids, it's going to get really hard. So I decided to get out. And good call. Good call. I'm going to vote good call on that one for you. Man. <laughs> All right. So what are you doing now? You got out of the Air Force. You served your country. Thank you for your service, by the way. It's always amazing to meet, especially young ladies who serve their country and then have that that 
lasting kind of impression on the ladies that come behind them. So it's great. But what are you doing now? What led you to what you're doing? So when I transitioned out of the military to be a stay-at-home mom, it was really hard, really yeah. challenging. I went from being in a working environment to being with a baby all day who didn't follow orders. <laughs> yeah, that's a follow instructions very well, do they? Yeah. <laughs> and, and as I was trying to find myself in this transition of getting out of the military and losing my identity of being a service member and being a mom and what that meant, I started writing. And from that, I started a blog that has turned into a podcast and I've even written some books and I have just been taking it one step at a time, but I have a podcast where I interview women who have served in the military and share their story. And I just, I really love getting to help not only women who've been in, who right. don't have a chance to share their story. Now they have a space to do it, but a lot of young women looking to join the military love hearing the stories of other women. And so it's a really cool yeah, that place is, to be. That's a that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. I mean, and let, let's throw the name out of the podcast, get the web, whatever. Give us all the information. We get in the show notes. So any ladies out there listening might be interested in reaching out to you, get on the show, or at least start listening to your podcast and help you out. So put it out there for us. What is what's the name of it and where can we find it? So the name of the podcast is Women of the Military, and you can find it on your favorite podcast player. I like uh, using Apple Podcasts, but it's yeah, on Google and Spotify and all the podcast players cool. that I think are out there. There's probably a new one that I'm missing, but yeah, you can also, you can also go to my website, which is www.airmentomom.com slash podcast. And you'll have all the latest episodes there. Nice. And we'll make sure that gets in the show notes for all you out there listening, check the show notes at the end of the show and you'll get all of Amanda's links. The podcast link will be there, her website, all that'll be there. So please make sure you check out the show notes before the end of the show. All right. All right. Well, that, I tell you what, that to me, I mean, I, I, I've talked about this in the past with a lot of my female veterans I've had on. I always have so much respect for female veterans because, you know, all the stuff that's going on in society right now about race and all this other crazy. But I'll tell you, being a soldier in the Army, I can speak from the Army side of this. I can't really speak for the other branches because I don't really know them that well as far as the end. But I know that women that come in the Army have a big hurdle to get over right from the beginning, right? The physical fitness, the, the test is different. Like ours is so much skewed higher because we're men and we got more muscles and you know the women get don't have to do as many push-ups and all so they got such a huge obstacle to overcome in the beginning and then of course then you just have to throw in the sexual tonations of that because if you're a young lady who happens to be good looking or whatever whatever your situation you to look because everybody out there's got a partner everybody's out there's got somebody like, but the point is all those other obstacles now you have to overcome and then i, I can't really I want to imagine it's the same for the officer side as it is for the enlisted as far as because you're a brand new lieutenant and you're working your way up. You're like a private, you know what I mean? And you're working up. I assume you had a lot of challenges, you know, with different types of leaders you had in the, in the Air Force, even saying, you know, treating you different because you're a woman or you probably got sexually harassed or got something inappropriate happening to you in your career, too. Because I know a lot of young ladies I've had on the show went through a lot of traumatic stuff in the military and our system, unfortunately... I don't want to say a good old boy system, but it's kind of the good old boy system that whereas if you're a good soldier, it doesn't matter if you were doing that or not. They kind of just slap you on the wrist and move out instead of doing what should be done because of your behavior. Because one of my last jobs in the army, I was a scars guy. So I'd work with the women that would come to me with sexual harassment. But see, I was a different kind of because I went in front of that dude and like what the you know bleep is wrong with you and why are you why are you treating a soldier like that? What difference does it make you? Well, Sarge, I like well, if you like it, then talk to her off duty and, and go meet her at a club or something. But at work in a uniform. That's not the appropriate. So I have so much respect for female soldiers and I used to protect mine to the utmost. Like my soldiers love me. My female soldiers love me because 
I told him in the beginning, do your job, do it right, conduct yourself the right way. And if anybody does anything to you, you come directly to me. I will nip it in the bud. I, but I expect you to confront it first. Tell them that's not appropriate. I don't, that's not what I'm here for. Whatever. Give the speech. If they do it again, you come right to me and then I'm going to handle it. And I actually kicked two soldiers out of the army for that stuff because they were treating women wrong. And I didn't want them in my unit anymore. So I kicked them out of the army. Um, so I respect female veterans more than I think I respect most veterans because I think you guys have to overcome especially if you're a minority female and on top, then you got to throw all that in there too. And then even, even, but it doesn't matter white, black, whatever. But the point is you throw another difference, not only now you're male, female, now you throw in a different color or a different religion or a different, you guys have to overcome so much. It's unbelievable to me what you guys had to do. And then to be that strong and be the leader that you were and take care of your airmen and do all the things you had to do. I applaud you. I mean, I mean, I mean, and I mean that from my heart. I mean, I, I have so much, and I like, cause my wife, she's not military. My, my wife, my current wife's not military. But she's like a she's like an old drill sergeant, you know what I mean? Drilling the kids, you know, that and I'm like, damn, you know, I gotta give her love, you know what I'm saying? Because to me, it, women have such a harder life than men because they have to do so many other little things that you don't really that I take for granted for as a husband every day. Like you know it. Yeah, your husband takes shit for granted. You know, you can't admit if nothing he does it on purpose, he doesn't love you, he doesn't care about, but we take things for granted so so much. I know I do. I can't say right. that I love my wife enough to her because I'm an idiot and a jerk sometimes, and I'm just a jerk, you know, because we're men. <laughs> and but you take for granted so many things like just the laundry for instance when i open my drawer my laundry's folded in i'm like shit i don't remember doing that so somebody did that for me it was probably <laughs> my wife you know what i mean so yeah there's a lot of things that i think women are underappreciated for in the military too because like when i was in afghanistan and i was running an aid station if i wouldn't have had those two or three female medics with me a lot of our intel that we got would have never got gotten because see i couldn't go see the female right. the little young females because i was a man so my female medic would come in and do it but then she'd get the information from the little, the little per and we got so much intel from the our female medics got more intel than anybody else in our unit ever because the women in the town would tell you where the Taliban were because they didn't want them killing their kids or doing the men would you know but you they taught my little female medics to take those women in there and do whatever take care of them give them the cream and do it them girls would tell them everything you know what I mean right. and I, I should tell my my BC like look we need to do more medic stuff we need to bring more female medics I need to get as many female medics in theater down here. And we'll go out and get all the S2 you need because the women in these villages will give you everything. They'll tell you everything. Yeah, because women talk to women just like in the States. So, like, everybody yeah. knows all the stuff going on because that's yeah. – yeah. So, it is it is an advantage to have women. And I was deployed in 2010, and women weren't allowed on the front lines, but I was on a combat deployment. I don't know if you can explain that. But mm -hmm. women have been out on the front lines long before 2016 when they were formally allowed in combat roles. So that's one of the big platforms that I like to talk about because I think people don't realize how involved women have been in the war the last 20 years. And people are like, oh, well, the law didn't change till 2016. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't really matter. Well, that's the official. Yeah, that's the official word. But I'm going to tell you, I was in Afghanistan in 2004, okay? 2004 to 2005. My aid station, all my, almost every, I had 16 nurses and 14 of them were female. And they were right there at the aid station. Now, we're not necessarily in the, like, outside the wire, the but all the, the injured, and I'm telling you, Anytime we had a mission, I took female medics out with me. I don't care. We go out on convoys. They were out there right in the truck with me because I knew when we got where we were going, they were the money. That was where the money was. That's where I was going to get all my money for my, my, my command team. That's how I was going to get the intel with my ladies. So I'm going to tell you for, I know for a fact, because I know we got hit in an IED attack. We got hit on a, 
And the women got out and did their job, pulled security, did everything they were supposed to, just like a soldier would, a male soldier would. And it was scary. You know, a couple of my girls got their CMBs from it and all of a sudden because they were out there doing combat move and they weren't even technically supposed to be out there. Right. We, had, we had to have them out there for the mission. So the mission dictates what you do is, is what I always tell everybody. Yeah, officially it might not have been a, but there were women in combat. There's women in combat since the day combat started. It just right. weren't officially allowed to be there, but they were there. And you yeah. guys are, yeah, instrumental part of it too. Thank you. Crazy. But yeah, and I'm super excited for your podcast. I hope it's doing really well. I mean, I imagine it. I'm going to have to go check it out, listen to a few episodes, and maybe I'll get some girls that I know that have been in the military that might want to be on and give you some more different stuff, different views. So that'd be awesome. So I'm excited. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I love it. I have about 150 episodes so far, and wow. I've interviewed people from women who served one tour to women who served and retired as general. So yeah. Quite the range of stories. That's good stuff, man. That's always great to hear that stuff. I mean, I'm always excited about our female soldiers, our female veterans, what they're doing now, how they've how they've expanded what they do, how they've overcome all the obstacles they had. Because you, let's just be honest, Amanda, you had to overcome stuff that I can't even understand, right? Because I'm not a woman, right? So, I mean, right. that's the part I think that all our listeners out there should be listening to is like when you look at a female soldier, female airman, marine, sailor, whatever. They have to overcome so much every single day that us as a male soldier, all I do is worry about getting up, worry about getting up, going to PT, going to nine o'clock. You got to get up and go, okay, man, as that kid Jones starts asking me out one more time. You know, you, there's so many other things that probably got to go through your head as a woman to prepare for work. Instead of just getting up and getting your uniform on and going, you got to get up and while you're putting your uniform on, man, that captain never says that stupid shit to me again. I swear to God, whatever you're going through in your head, I just can't imagine. The, the obstacles that you had to overcome to be successful. And then, and then for you to do it, be where you're at now, doing what you're doing now to help the female, other females that are going to either join or have gotten out to me that, I mean, that is so honorable, Amanda, just amazing. I'm so proud of to even get to have you on my show to say that there's somebody out there doing that stuff for the ladies that serve, because, you know, I was like a father figure for most of my ladies that worked for me because I was older and da da da. And I was the scene and I would protect them like they were my daughters, but without giving that overtone, but like, look, all these ladies in here are my soldiers. I don't care if they're male or female. No one's going to disrespect them. No one's going to make them feel like it's a hostile work environment. No one's going to make them feel. And if you do, I'm going to get rid of you. So every single one of my soldiers heard that briefing from me when I was a first sergeant, platoon sergeant, all that stuff. And they didn't. My females actually love coming to work because they know they didn't have to worry about all that other shit they had to worry about the last unit or whatever because they knew Sergeant Valentine wasn't going to put up with that crap. Mm -hmm. And he would thump them and kick them out of the army if he had to. And I did that. So that's just how I was. Cause I grew up with a very strong role model of a woman in my life. My mom, my mother was a, my mother was a, just a juggernaut of people. She was a military spouse who raised me till I was 19 years old. And my dad was always gone, like always gone out to see or whatever. And my mom raised me and, and she was a, she was a beast. Like she didn't take no, she whooped my ass when I need to get my ass whooped. She counseled me when I need to be counseled. She took care of me. She treated me like a son, you know, but I grew up with a very strong female role model in my life that I, I like my hero, you know what I mean? And to me, for a woman to get disrespected, you know, it's one thing if there's a girl that's talking trash and somebody else talking, that's different, you know what I mean? But if, for you to just flat out disrespect a woman because of their situation, it's just, it's appalling to me, you know what I mean? I've always been that way. So I, I push really hard for females and female veterans, especially to help them get successful. Like I got a female, young female veteran right now, getting ready to open up a franchise for her. She's going to own her own business here in a couple of weeks, in a month, a couple of months. She's going to have her own business to take care of her family and her and her her life, and I'm super excited for her because she's going to be really good at it. I think and she's going to be real successful. So that's awesome. So I might even have her touch base with you because that's going to be a good story for you to talk about 
because we have a program in our charity that I run that helps veteran find franchises. Okay. So they can start their own business and then they own it. After a couple of years working for it, then they eventually own it. And now they're the owner. So they get to actually own the business. So it's really exciting. And, and she's one of my first female veterans that are going to do it. And I'm super excited for her because she's a, she's a beast too. Like she's no joke. She's not, she's no joke. So she's fun. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited in that, man. So that's great. All right, real quick, I'm going to jump up and talk a little bit about magicmind.co. It's our sponsor for today's episode, Amanda. I'm going to actually be sending you a, a bottle of this to try it out, just to try it, because it's like an, it's like, it's, they call it a productivity drink, not an energy drink, but basically it's made out of things that help with like green tea and honey, and there's a whole bunch of nice, really good ingredients. It is amazing. I've been drinking it now for about seven days, and I have one every morning. I mix, some days I mix it with my coffee, some days I mix it with my, my skim milk just because I like to have different flavors because it, I drank one plain and I'll be honest, it's green. So it made me a little anxious because it's green. Right. But I said, okay, this is supposed to be good for me. So I'll just go. And I just slammed it. It's like a shot level shot glass level slammed it literally about 20 minutes later, started to feel a little less stressed, a little less overwhelmed. But after day five, I'm kind of feeling it every day. I, I actually kind of get excited to wake up now and have my drink, have my magic mind every morning because I know it's going to help me to be less stressed during the day. It's going to help me be more productive because I'm a little bit more clear in the head. It helps clear up things so I can stay focused. People talk about procrastinators. You drink this stuff after five days, you're not going to be procrastinating no more. You're going to be staying on point stuff. So magicmind.co, all right? It's uh, www.magicmind.co. Awesome. And if you use the code veterans with an S20, I'll get you 20% off your first order. Uh, they do subscriptions. They have a whole bunch of ways to buy it. I got I get 15 boxes a month or 15 bottles a month. And, and I, I drank all 15, the first 15 days and I get another box. So that's what I do. But my guests, I'll get a free bottle. I send it to you when I send you your coin. So we're going to be happy. So magicmind.co, not.coms.co. Please check it out. It is amazing. It'll transform you, especially if you're a big coffee drinker or a big caffeine guy. This will help wean you off your caffeine, but also help your energy level. So that's super exciting. All right. So Amanda, I got to tell you, I'm, you just got me pumped up. I don't know why when I talk to female veterans who, who really understand it and get it and look out for each other and, and you got that kind of that super battle buddy built in kind of thing about taking care of the other ladies. You really get me excited because I really love to hear about success for female veterans. So I'm super excited to have you on today. And everybody remember her podcast information will be in the show notes. Her website will be there. Please do me a favor. Go check out her stuff. If nothing else, just go check her page out. Help her little her SEO go up by getting some people clicking on her site. Check it out, though. And if you're a female veteran or a female soldier, airman, whatever, I listen to the show today, reach out to Amanda. Talk to her. See if there's something you guys could do. Maybe you can get on a show with her. Maybe she can help guide you to something you're trying to get done. She probably has a ton of resources. I mean, I imagine she's got a ton of resources. Just a for few. <laughs> yeah, just a few, right? So Amanda's probably got a ton of resources for you out there. So Amanda, let's talk about that. What are some of the resources that you have available for female veterans or, or people you may know? that support what females need, female veterans need when they get out? So I'm actually more focused on women when they join the military because oh, okay. well, there's so many resources for veterans in general uh, when you transition that like the ACP program, America Corporate Partners, where you can get a mentor for a year for free. Yep. And there's a bunch of other ones, but that's my favorite. But I actually created a girl's guide to the military, which is a PDF workbook that can help women decide if the military is right for them and then teach them wow. about the different branches and help them pick a career field and just help them through the process of joining the military. Because what I found is that there's a lot of 
resources for veterans. And there's even a lot of female or male focused resources, but there's not a lot of resources for women joining the military. And they have a lot of questions about things that guys don't want to talk about, like periods and, you know, and how to carry your pack because you don't want to carry your pack the same. Cause like you talked in the video in the beginning, your body's not built the same as a man. And so there's just all these like little different intrinsicies between men and women joining. And so I want to help women, especially if they don't have a woman to talk to, um, to be able to dive deep into that. So I have a girl's guide to the military that keeps getting downloaded each week. Yeah, I, need to, I need to go download that and just read it and then educate myself. And then I got so many females that come in here and either getting out of the military or just coming into the military and their dad was in or whatever they want to know. So those are great resources to have. That's amazing. So um, that that's cool. Yeah, I'll that's send cool. you the link to that yeah. after we're done so that um, yeah, you can link to me because I'll get the show notes too so people can find in the show notes because listen up if you're listening, I'm going to make sure Amanda's show notes are loaded with all this information, guys. So please check out the show notes. That's not a push to get, I'm just telling you, that's what the information will be without having to go look for it. It'll just be on the bottom of the show notes when you look, watch the episode. You go on our website, you'll be able to find all that stuff so you can find it real quick and get hold of her if you want to or reach out, check out our website and all that stuff. So super exciting. So it's, it's amazing. I'm going to actually hook you up with, I don't know if you know Sandra Hardy. You know Sandra Hardy? She no, runs I don't Boots, think so. She, yeah, she runs, it's going to call Boots to Heels Business. She helps veterans, female trends transition and out, but she'd be a great guest too. She's a military veteran herself. And she's on LinkedIn. I follow her on LinkedIn. She was on my show a long time ago when we were talking in the beginning. But she's an amazing human being, an amazing female veteran to, to resource to. She might be. I'll touch base with you later and get you that information. But um, she's, she's amazing. Plus, I have a retired general. I can get you in touch with a couple of people that I can. I'm going to hook you up, girl. When we get off here, I'm going to be sending you some stuff. So um, some people to talk to about getting on the show and, and just actually just diving into that brain of yours. Because I think it's got a lot more information than it probably can hold. You're probably one of those people that like you got stuff flying out of your ears because you got so much stuff in there. That but is true. That is true. <laughs> I'm like that too. I mean, I lose so much stuff a day. It's like I dump stuff out because I got to make room for other stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, super exciting. So again, everybody listening, check the show notes. Amanda has got an amazing podcast. If you're a young lady out there who's thinking about coming in the military or if you're a military person, you're ready to even transition out. She, you heard her say it. She's trying to help more other people coming in, but doesn't mean she's not going to help you if you're getting out too because she got out. She knows what it's like. But if you're a young lady who's thinking about joining the military and you're listening to this podcast today, make sure you reach out to Amanda and reach out, check her website on all that information because there's a plethora of information for you to get before you go in. So you're very, you've got all the blocks checked, so to speak. So you can know what's kind of what to expect and how to expect it. Cause I'm assuming Amanda made it very clear what to expect because she's talking about stuff already, like talking about the backpack, how to wear your gear, right? Those are all things most women would never, cause they don't teach you they in basic training. They don't break down differences. Like here's how the guys should pack. And here's how the girls should pack. They just say, pack your shit and let's go. Right. And uh, if you don't know how to pack it right, you're going to be hurting the next day for sure. So it has been exciting to have you on, Amanda. I am so I am so proud to just have met you. Not only that, but now we'll have a relationship because now I know I have a resource to reach out to if I got questions. So that's great. Is there anything last, last shout out that you want to put out there before we go um, and let everybody know where to find you? I always like to tell people that their story matters. I mean, I focus on women, but I think all veterans have a story to tell and everybody's story, no matter if you served one year or 25 years, you just have a story and a unique perspective. So go out and share your story with others. And I'm just really thankful that I've had the chance to be a guest. Yeah, I am too. So Amanda, Storyteller Huffman, check out her stuff. Make sure you check out whether if you're a female out there thinking about the military, you just reached the best resource you're going to be able to find before you go in. 
other than somebody who might have been family who was in the military as a female. But even then, Amanda's probably going to have a different perspective. So thanks, Amanda. We appreciate you having on. And to all you veteran be realists out there, don't forget magicmind.co. Use veteran code VETERAN20 and get veterans with an S, 20, and get 20% off your first order with them. I'm telling you from experience, it works. I didn't think it would. I was skeptical. I'll be honest with you. I was skeptical. But I'm taking it now, and I'm telling you, my brain is going a lot clearer, a lot faster, a lot more smooth, and my stress level has gone way down. They put a little honey in it, too, so you can taste that little bit of sweetness. That's so really cool. But anyway, thanks for Amanda for being on the show. To everybody out there listening, we'll see you next time. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Hope you all got something out of this podcast today. Please tell a battle buddy about us and stay tuned for our upcoming podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at www.veteransbereal.com. Support us because we got your back. Till next time, everyone, I'm out of here. Oh,